and welcome to episode 352 of the Veg Grower Podcast. My name is Richard and I am on a mission to grow as much food as I possibly can in my Lovingham garden. Now as it's a Wednesday, I like to go out and visit people or places. Today I have taken a trip to Preston Rock Gardens which is located just off the A23 on the northern tip of Brighton. I've driven past this many, many times and keep telling myself I have to pop in and have a look one day. And I mean, for about 20 years I've been passing this area and uh, saying to myself I should pop in. Today I'm finally having a look around. Now I don't think we're going to find much in the way of edibles. But you know what? I sometimes find with these sort of places, there's hidden edibles that people may not be aware are actually edibles. Bit of background, this area, these gardens, they were built between 1931 and 1934 on an old railway embankment, which is why it's set on a hilltop. There's not really any parking around here or street parking, which is probably why I haven't visited this in the past. From the outset, I've always felt like this has a bit of a Japanese look to it, Japanese garden look to it. But what I can see as I'm wandering around, we've got a beautiful large old pond with a weeping willow alongside it, gunnera around the edges, all of which looks absolutely stunning. I'm just walking past what must be the pump machinery for one of the waterfalls, which is quite noisy, but it's quite refreshing at the same time. There's a group of children with their families also alongside this little pond. Say little pond, it must be quite a large pond. They're just enjoying being in this area. This is a public garden. It's open to everyone. So if you are passing, it might be worth popping in and having a look. But more importantly, it's free to enter. So that's always a good bonus. And I often visit gardens and I often like to think, what can I take away to use in my own garden. Gunnera, there's so much gunnera around this pond. I love gunnera. To me, it always looks like rhubarb. I remember when I was very young, I did actually think the gunnera was rhubarb, but we learn as we go on throughout gardening that it's not quite the case. Well, this path has now morphed into stepping stones across the pond. Just to the side, there's this beautiful waterfall with the water just trickling down through the stream. I don't know if the microphone is picking up this, the sound of the water cascading down, but I love it. Absolutely love it. There's something about having water, particularly waterfall in a garden, that just makes everything seem so much cooler. The other thing I've noticed with water, this garden is literally next to the A23, which is a very busy main road between Brighton and London. The water, the sound of the water, means that I can't hear the traffic. I know that's a common thing noted with many designers to to lose noise, get water going. I'm also just looking at a, a koi fish in this in this pond that's just came up to eat. Quite a nice size, a good sort of 13, 14 inches long. I do love a nice pond in a garden, especially with fish. So let's step over onto the other side. It's not particularly big, this garden, but it is a mass of colours. I've got a collection of red flowers, purple flowers, various shrubs. I don't quite know what we're going to 
going to see as we go along. There is a map as we enter, but I can't remember all the details. I've got some, they look like daisies, but with purple flowers and cornflowers up against this rockery. I'm sort of going to start climbing up the bankment as we go. Bamboo, that is sitting here, looking rather lovely and fresh actually. Bamboo, of course, the shoots on that are edible, so that is one of those that you may not realise is edible, but actually is. And to the other side, we've got some beautiful red roses. Again, roses, they have an edible element to them too, which is why I have got a rose in my garden, but this is stunning. Absolutely love it. Now, I'm at the top of the waterfall now, and we've got stepping stones again, just to walk across. And if I stand on these stepping stones and look towards the pond we just crossed, all I can see is water. The plants on either side are hiding the grass or the other flowers. It's just, what a shot, what a scene. So we continue walking up. We're getting into a bit more of a shady area now. I can still hear that waterfall going on, but the trees, the bigger trees are creating a bit of a shade and just making it a bit cooler around here as well as adding a bit of a, a nature. But I'm approaching another bridge, and I think this is the bridge I often see from the road, and I think this is where I often feel I get the Japanese vibe from. Um, in fact, I've got a wooden bridge to my left and a stone bridge to my right. Uh, this, this stone bridge will cross over the waterfall or the stream that everything is worked around it. So we're gonna cross this wooden bridge. There's a little inscription on the side of this wooden bridge. In love and memory of John and Kathleen Howes. Rest in peace, much loved and missed by your family and friends. You know what, I'm just realizing how high this actually is when I look down. It's, oh, I don't know. Three stories is probably the best way to describe it. So if I stood on the roof of my house, that's how high I've came already and it, not hard work and not taking me very very long. We've got some lovely fir trees to the side. Leylandi, I know Leylandi can be a problem in many gardens but it's not so bad here. I've just spotted this globe artichoke. Now I've got globe artichoke growing in my allotment. In fact I've got a couple of plants. There's a bumblebee just on the purple flowers as well. Globe artichoke again. I think the globe artichokes works in so many gardens, it's edible, but it's also quite architectural. It's quite a, quite a big plant. My one down on the allotment is taller than my greenhouse at the moment, and it produces those flower buds, which when picked early enough, are edible. More roses, again, roses I keep coming back to are edible. I'm gonna go back up onto the main path where I was and continue this exploration going on. I just love this sort of, the, the paths are here, are basically large rocks or very um, slabs. They're very uneven and mismatching, almost like crazy paving, but done in a more natural way. Really love how it just looks and feels. It looks so much more natural and I feel that looks better in any garden that is trying to replicate nature. Down this side, I've almost came across along the side some really large rocks. They almost look like sarsen rocks. We've got some 
a large beech tree and a lot of trees around here are just adding and making it really cool around here. It's a beautiful hot summer's day down here in Brighton today and you've just stepped up here it feels just lovely and cool. Now just opposite these gardens is Preston Park which is a large park used for shows and uh, outdoor events. It gets rather rather full but it's just off it and I think it's a hidden little gem. Hidden not being the operative word because it's, uh, it's not hidden it's just there. I'm walking in this area now and it's full of pine trees which evergreen again adds that that feel that I get from these. But again, around the floor where they've dropped all the pine needles over the years, I imagine this soil was probably quite ericaceous and probably quite acidic, which is great for blueberries if we were to grow blueberries here. The trees here have blocked out the view of pond, which is really quite interesting because you kind of feel the focal point of the pond or the focal points should be seen from everywhere but personally I like the fact that I've just walked around this area and there's little bits to go and explore little bits that are hidden this garden is not huge I'll have to find out how big it is I'll look on the sign as we leave it's not huge but because of these little pockets and different areas it's made the garden feel big and, and worth exploring so I've just gone past the very top of this waterfall. I'm probably about 100 metres up. I mean, that might be a bit of an over-exaggeration, but it's certainly very high up. And up here, this, this grey, silvery path of rocks that are, I don't know if they're granite, they probably are granite. They're just, they're a bit more hickledy-pickledy up here. But again, I like that. It's a bit uneven, so probably not the best place to go if you're a bit unmobile, but love it love it i've also as i'm walking back down on this northern side we've got some old almost dead branches or a dead tree that is still where it where it obviously died because i can see it going into the grounds but architecturally it works and again i keep coming across this these large rocks just dumped to the side i say dumped that's not how i mean it but it just works is all i can say Earlier on, I think I mentioned about a stone bridge, which I'm just approaching now, that comes across this waterfall. I think it's only right that I walk across every single bridge while I'm here. Here we come up to this stone bridge, back across the waterfall. With little pools, actually. Little pools where the water collects and runs down. Love it. And standing here, looking towards... Looking up the waterfall, I can see three, four different falls, which get bigger and bigger the further they go down. I'm going to continue on over to the far side, the northern side, and just see what we've got around here. What I'm noticing is that down towards the front, it looks very much pristine and very well looked after. And then the further we go back, the less tidy it becomes. Now that's not a bad thing because I feel tidiness is unnatural. I like the natural side we have up towards the top. But we're coming back down. I'm back down, almost down at ground level. There's a, an old building that was obviously built probably in the 1930s when this place was built. It's probably a store for the gardens. 
it's got this wisteria growing up against this this wall and it takes it in rather well. On the lawns out here there's more people enjoying the lawns and having their lunch or sitting out here enjoying the sun, chatting with friends, making the most of this little area. So I'm in front of this building, I'm almost back by the pond, but this is where more of the flowers are are kept. Got some lavender with its purple flowers just poking up along the side here. Smells absolutely lovely. Red hot pokers and gladioli popping up over the place. And back to those roses. So overall, I'm really glad I took the time out today to have a wander around here and see what was going on. Certainly made my lunch worth visiting for. Let's head on out of here, head on home. So I'd like to thank you all for joining me in this podcast. If you've enjoyed this little visit, let me know. I'll do more of them and bring you along for the chats. If you want to email me, richard at vegrowpodcast.co.uk, leave a comment on the website at vegrowpodcast.co.uk, or you can find me on social media, just search for the Vegrow Podcast. Until next time, please take care and I'll speak to you all again then.